Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Heavenly Father, this morning we thank you that, Lord, you are the great changer, the one who changes all, but change not. Lord, because you change not, Lord, we, your people, can have complete and absolute trust in you because you are unchanging always, unchanging your love for us, unchanging in your commitment towards us, changing, O oh God, in your faithfulness that endure forever. So, Lord, our hearts rest secure. And we are confident in this thing. That if we lift up our voices on prayer unto you, you hear us. And if you hear us, then we do have the answers to the petitions that we have made of you. And so this morning, I thank you for every life in this place. I thank you for every life joining us online. Because, Lord, you are here, you are there, you are everywhere. I know that, Lord, your presence will touch your people. And I pray this morning that, Lord, let the import of your word, my God, be mighty upon every spirit that hears your word. Because your word is indeed life. We thank you, my God, for your power that has kept us. And this will say glory and honor be unto you. Have your way, Spirit of God, in this service. And let Christ and Christ alone be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Put your hands together and give the Lord Jesus a mighty praise offering. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's only one thing that will not bring you into the the fulfillment, not just fulfillment, but seeing it, and that is opposition. And so before we even go into the year, we want to deal with opposing forces. That's what we want to hinder your breakthrough your receiving whatever you've put before God. Amen. This morning, I'm starting by ministering a word on dealing with opposing forces. We'll be, the whole of the fast will be really based on the book of Nehemiah. We'll be looking into the book of Nehemiah. And um, but this morning, I'm not preaching about Nehemiah, but I just want to put it to mention. Because Nehemiah went or was sent by God, by the stories of the Spirit, to go back to Jerusalem in the time when the city of God was destroyed, to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And God gave him all the help that he needed through Cyrus the king. But when he arrived on the scene, he faced so much opposition. And it's, you, know, it, you can liken the whole book to what we go through also as Christians. God has given his word. You know what you want. The blessing of God is there. But there are many things that we would like, we want to oppose your coming into whatever it is God has for you. And so it's important that we must understand how to deal with opposing force. Number one, know that there is opposition. Because some people live their life in oblivion. They, don't, they, don't, they are like the ostrich. Their heads are in the sun and they're just moving on and one thing after the other is happening. But when you are aware of what is happening or what is going on in the spiritual as well as the physical, you are better informed to be able to stand your ground and also 
the word I'm going to preach this morning is really to empower you to know your authority as a believer. So when spiritual positions arise, you know what to do. Does it sound good? Does it really sound good? Then put your hands together and thank the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm beginning from the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. It's about a young man called Jabez. The Bible says, Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that your right hand would be upon me, or with me, and that thou would keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Amen. So Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. That's the beginning. And, but he says that in his, in his history, in his beginning, his mother named him Jabez. And the name Jabez means sorrow. So his mother named him sorrow because she bore him with sorrow. We don't know what happened at his birth, whether she had a difficult labor or as it is with some people, as soon as he was born, his father died. But something must have happened around the time of his birth that caused this woman to name her child Sorrow. Who would name her child Sorrow? You know, but in this our country, we have names that, you know, are, are sometimes very, you know, they don't help. Is there, is there anybody here? Is there anybody here called Abba Change your name. And some names. But there are some names that if, if you are carrying those names, either you add a name on top of it or maybe put it in archives. Because you see, names come out as words and words have effect. So this man was called Sorrow. And I believe it was having an import on his life. So he decided one day, no, 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 I must change my, my, my destiny. So Bible says he, he knew that his change would not come from man. And I'm telling you, your change will not come from man. No, 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 no. Never expect that your change will come from man. God can use man, but your change will not come from man. He understood that his change will come from God. So he called upon the name of the Lord God of Israel. He prayed unto him, and he said, this was a four-point prayer. He said, number one, Lord, bless me indeed. I'm looking for extraordinary blessing, not just the ordinary kind of blessing. I want super blessing. Not the kind of blessing you are blessing everyone with. I want something up and over it. Amen. Number one. And he said, enlarge my coast. Amen. Enlarge my coast. You know, widen the stakes of my tent. Make me big. You know, make everything, you know, and enlarge me. Make me great. And then he said, that's number two. And let your hand be with me. Let your hand be with me. Because the hand of God is the doing power of God. When the hand of God is with you, you are blessed. When the hand of God is against you, that's another matter. We don't even going to go there. But say, let your hand be with me. I mean, let your blessing be upon me. Let your goodness come upon my life. Be with me in my going out and my coming in. Help me, Lord. Then he said, and that thou would keep me from evil. So on top of all the blessing and everything that Jabez asked, finally to cap it, he said that thou would keep me from evil. That it may not hurt me. That it may not grieve me. Because Jabez understood that it didn't matter how much the level of blessing. It didn't matter how much he had acquired in life. The presence of evil would be able to bring down everything that he had gotten. When evil enters into a home, a house, 
the things that you've used maybe 20 years to build up can be raised down in a day. To shock you when an evil force enters into your life, the things that you have really put together can all be destroyed in a minute. And many people go through such things that you, you spend a whole lifetime putting together maybe a family, maybe putting together a marriage and just one day, one quarrel, and that's it. You, your business is going on fine. Then one change, then that's it. Because evil has entered. So Jabez said that when you bless me indeed, when you make me great, when you widen the stakes of my tent and I have a lot, please keep evil away from me. That it will not hurt me. That will not destroy the things that I have. And that is why we are starting our first prayer and fast with this, with the theme dealing with opposing forces. Because the blessings that are coming this year are many. Oh, come on, somebody. The goodness of the Lord that is coming to you is, is powerful. It's going to be awesome. The testimonies are going to be many. The testimonies are going to be great. Hallelujah. And so we have to deal with evil. Please sit down. Why did you come back into my sport this morning? What is that? Did I buy it to your spot? You bought it. Which one? Eh? Who planned this? See? Clap for them. You see the working of the spirits? As if I told them that. Cry. Bear cry for. I'm wearing black and yellow today. Day to day, I'm going to wear black and yellow. But it shows that there's some agreement in the spirit. Amen. I just said, I'm Hey. But you see, God is doing something. God is working something. Amen. And it, it will work together for our good. All things will work together for your good. But we must crush the force of evil that will want to destroy. Amen. Jabez eventually became more honorable than his brethren. Amen. The apostle Paul also made a comment. He said in 1 Corinthians 16:9, he said, A great door and an effectual door is open unto me. But there are many adversaries surrounding it. Say a great and effectual door. He, he was talking about ministry in his mission. Say a great and effectual door has been opened to me for ministry, great doors of ministry, but there are many adversaries around it. So even though he could see the blessing, he could see the work expand, he saw the adversaries also surrounded, trying to limit him. Amen. Forces of evil. First Peter 5 8 also says, Be sober. Be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about as a royal lion, seeking whom he may devour. If you have a Bible, and that Bible is yours and not borrowed, and the lion may, may devour. The may there tells us that there are some people that the devil can devour, the others he can't. Seeking whom he may devour. Then he says, whom resist steadfastly in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So resist the enemy steadfastly. By your faith, having this understanding that whatever you are going through, somebody is also going through it somewhere, somewhere. But then there are people who overcome. There are people who will be able to overcome whatever challenge they are going through, which you, you might also be going through. There are some who will not be. But I praise God that you, by reason of God's word, are the people who will overcome every power of the adversary, are the people who will rise up and above challenges. Amen. But he says, be sober. Be sober. That means be clear-minded. Be vigilant. Be watchful. Some people are not clear-minded. We think that everything is as it is. Some people are not watchful. We are just sleeping. We are at ease in Zion. 
The Bible says, Woe to him that is at ease in Zion. We say, Be sober. Don't be, you know, um, drunk. The opposite of sobriety is drunkenness. Sometimes we are drunk with many things. We are filling ourselves with many things other than what we ought to fill ourselves with that will help us overcome forces of evil. He says, be sober and be vigilant, be watchful because your adversary, the one who is in opposition against every good thing in your life, and he names him, he's called the devil, is going about pretending that he's a lion. Meanwhile, he's not a lion. The devil is a liar. Someone said the devil is a liar. Or somebody shout the devil is a liar. I shout the devil is a liar. Amen. He's a liar. A whole serpent pretending to be a lion. Because I just remembered, it's early, but let me tell you. I just remembered in the courts in um, somewhere around my people, fancy area. So court, not now. That's this boy, maybe in the 40s. And then the guy came there, the one who's supposed to say the case, said, Your Lord, Your Lordship, um, the lion of Mr. Charles Benson was stolen by <laughs> Mr. Salam Kodo. And they just said, Lion? Did you say lion? He said, yes, my lord. The, the, the animal is even in custody. So go and bring it. Go and bring the exhibit. Go and bring the exhibit. He came. He was holding a duck. <laughs> they just said, ah, whoopa, Come on, crocodile. You say lion. <laughs> so who was better, the judge or the boy? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, the, the devil goes about. He's not a lion. <laughs> He's probably a duck or a serpent. Pretending to be a lion. But he has a mission. And his mission is that he's going about trying to, seeking those whom he may devour. And when we talk about devouring, it means destroy completely, eat up completely, break bones, nothing left. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is the power that the enemy is you know, releasing for destruction, for death. You know, to steal. He's the one against our progress. And, you know, he spreads his hands upon the precious things in our lives. The enemy, Reverend Jesus said, the enemy doesn't come to your house to ask you, where's your rubbish? Let me take out your rubbish. No. He comes into your house and he takes your silver. He takes your gold. He takes, if an arm robber comes to your house, he's not coming to take out your rubbish. So he comes to take the best you have. Your best child. Your most intelligent child. Your best thing. That is who and what he's coming after. But praise be to God that God has given us power, amen, to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And it's where declares that nothing shall by any means hurt us. Somebody put your hands together and thank the Lord. Jesus has come that we may have life and have life in his abundance. And Jesus has also come that we may be empowered against the forces of evil. Satan being their boss. Amen. Jesus has come to restore unto you and I power and authority and the dominion that God gave to man in the day that God created man. Amen. So that your life and you are not and no longer are subject to the power of the enemy, but rather the enemy is subject unto you by the name and the power of Christ and by the spirit of Christ within you. Am I, am, I, am I making myself clear? Amen. And so God, through Christ, has brought restoration to us. In time past, when we were in the world, our lives was being ruled by the enemy. The enemy had the right of way. He had dominion over our lives because we live in sin. 
Amen. And that is his terrain and that is his domain, his, his domain. When you are living in sin, you are in the devil's territory. You are under his tutelage. You are under his domain. And he can do anything he wants to do with you. But the minute you step over, you cross over from the, the kingdom of darkness and you enter into the kingdom of light, which is the kingdom of the son of God, Jesus Christ, the son of God, something changes. Power changes hands. Oh, is somebody with me? Yes. There's a change in ownership. You no longer belong to the devil. You belong to God. You have been made a child of God. Amen. You've been made a child of God. You've been made a joint heir, an heir of God, and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And so now that you are born again, the devil doesn't have authority over your life. Unless you give him that right of way. Unless you give yourself over to him. But I'm preaching this word to you in this time, in this year of the set time of the favor of God, so you understand this, so you don't give yourself on a silver platter to the devil. Because if you don't, he doesn't have the right over your life. You have authority and power over him. Amen. Jesus came to restore the authority of man back to him. The dominion that God gave to man, Jesus came to restore back to man. Acts 10, 38 says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Jesus came to this world because God wanted to be a change. God wanted to lift you out from under the power of the devil, from under the rule of Satan, from under the power of destruction. So your life will not be under destruction. You will not be like a can of sardine or tin apart on the shelf that the devil can get up one morning and say, today I feel like sardine. No. No, 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 no. That is not you. Tell yourself, that is not me. Maybe in the past, but not today. Hallelujah. Today you are no longer a commodity for Satan to destroy. Amen. You are no longer under Satan's authority. God created man with authority. In the day that God created Adam... God created him and gave him power and dominion over all things. Everything in this world was subject to man. Man had authority. Man had dominion until man sold out to the devil. Tell your neighbor, don't sell out to the devil. Don't sell out. That's what Adam sold out to the devil. How did he sell out? He disobeyed God. In the day man decided to go with the devil, disobeyed God, he sold out to the devil. And there was a, a, a change where Adam, Adam lost authority. Adam lost power. And the devil took power. And he took authority. Sin came into the world. And from that time, chaos. And to today, even Christ who has come to bring redemption to mankind, Christ has come. But yet there are some people who still want to remain under the tutelage of the devil. There are many people who are still subject to the devil because they choose that life. And so whenever you hear an altar call saying that, do you want to give your life to Jesus? We are saying that, do you want to come under, do you want to come from under destruction? Do you want to come out from Satan's camp into God's camp? Do you want to come out from the place where you, your life is under subjection to the destroyer, the one who kills, who steals, who destroys? Do you want to come out from under his authority? That's what we are saying. But people don't understand. They'll think, ah, you want me to be born again so I can, you can make me stop drinking my beer. Ask for me and my beer, dear. It's not about your beer. It's more than your beer. 
is more than your beer. It's more than your ministry of games and wildlife that you are in. Amen. It's about life. It's about receiving authority. It's about coming into the place of dominion that Christ, through Christ, has purchased for us. So Jesus came to bring back, to restore the authority of man to man. Amen. First John, First John 3, 8, right? So he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Not for himself, because the devil has no power over Jesus, but for us. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm speaking these things to you. So as we go through this fast, you understand who you are, where you are standing. So when I say we are opposing the force of evil, you know that you are not weak. You are not weak. You are strong. Amen. Hallelujah. And Jesus actually demonstrated this. Number one, he himself demonstrated that he has power over the devil. Jesus Christ came into the world, and when he started his ministry, his ministry was characterized by healing the sick, turning things around for people. The devil had put disease in man. He would just command, and then the disease is gone, showing that he has power over the devil's works. He raised people from the dead, showing us that he has power over death. He caused the lame to walk. He cast out demons. Demons had filled people, were destroying them. The man, the, the real demoniac, in Mark chapter 5, the Bible says that he, he was so possessed that he would cut himself up, self-mutilation. Some people do that. Some people are suicidal. Any suicidal person is a demon telling the person to do that. If you are here in this and you feel suicidal after service, come here and see me. Because it's the devil that is trying to take your life before your time. And so this man was so filled with demons that he would cut up himself. He was living in the cemetery. Nobody could chain him. He was a wild man. Somebody would say he's insane. Somebody would say he's mad. But the truth and the reality was that he was filled with devils, so many devils, that when Jesus commanded his deliverers, the demons that left him, they said they were called legion. Plenty of them. More than 2,000 devils. And so this is the work that the enemy was doing. But then Jesus came so that he would demonstrate to us that he has power and authority over the devil and his work. He didn't stop there. Then he gave this power and authority to man. To man. Jesus called his 12 disciples and look nine, please. Nine, one, and two. He said he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils. Somebody say all devils. Say all forces of evil. All forces of darkness. Yes, so he gave them power and authority over all forces of evil, over all forces of darkness, the witches in your father's house included, those in your mother's house, they are also among them. The mommy water and the papa water spirit that you are so afraid, he gave you power over all of them. Hello. Put your hands together and thank the Lord Jesus. So when you say we are worshiping Jesus, you must understand who we are worshiping. And then he said, and also to cure all manner of diseases. And he sent them out two by two to go and do that. And they went about casting out devils, healing the sick, delivering the oppressed. And then afterwards, in Luke chapter 10, he also called another group, 70 of them. The 12, 70 paradigm shift. He called 70. And he also gave them power and authority. So you receive power and authority. And go, heal the sick, deliver the oppressed, cast out devils, preach the gospel. They also went. And they came back with a great testimony and report. They came and said, Lord Jesus, 
even the devils were subject to us in your name. Because what we say, in the name of Jesus, come out. Hey, they are gone. And they were excited. And Jesus laughed. And he said, I beheld Satan fall. I've seen the downfall of Satan long ago. He said, I, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. You know how lightning falls? And, said, and behold, I give unto you. And that is unto you and you and you and you and you. Power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And he says, nothing shall by enemies hurt you. This morning, I command every spirit of fear in you to come out. Fear say, where you say, no, where no, where you are, where you are, because greater is he who is at work in you than he that is in the world. Or you are saying, yeah, because when we talk about power, we talk about authority to, to cast out devils, to hear somebody, you have the greater power. Yes. So you are not the weak one in this matter. You are not the underdog. You are the top dog. Tell somebody, I am the top dog. You are not the nail. You are the hammer. That is hammering the nail. Do I have some people here who believe me? Oh, come on, put your hands together and give the Lord Jesus a mighty, mighty clap offering and a shout for the power and authority that he has given you through the power of his death and resurrection. And the power of his name gives you power and authority over every devil, over every sickness, over every disease, over every workings of the enemy. And he says to tell you that nothing shall by any means hurt you. Who is he who can contend with you when God has not assigned it? Who? He has given you power and authority. They will come in one way, they will flee seven ways. Because you command flee and they will flee. They don't have power over you. Don't give them that, that joy. And I said, The angel of the Lord will pursue them. I said, The angel of the Lord will chase your adversaries. He will chase them. Ah, he will make their way slippery. Ah, their way, their way shall be slippery and dark. And they will fall. Oh, come on. Give the Lord a clap offering. He's giving you power. Authority. Exosia, the right of way. You see our honorable Major General here. He's a powerful man. You know why he's powerful? Because of the authority he carries as a Major General of the powerful Ghana Army. Yeah, powerful. Because he has the authority. Do you understand? Yes. It's the same thing. I, say, I always tell you, if you see some policeman, Suddenly, the articulated cam is coming, and the articulator is coming, and the policeman is smaller than the articulator. But when the policeman goes like this, stop or park, like how they do, the articulator will screech to a halt. The articulator is not afraid of the, the man standing there. He can run him over. But he knows that if he runs him over, he's dealing with the whole secu security apparatus of the nation. <laughs> so you stop. Now you see, the reason why the enemy fears you is because you are also backed by the whole of heaven's apparatus. All angels back you. The captain of the host of God's armies. 
Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He is the captain of the host of the Lord's armies. He is, he is your God, your God. And he has given you his name. He has given you the right of way. And he has given you his power. So heaven backs you. You are backed by heaven. When they come, maybe they say, let's go and gather more forces against sister so. Hey, they are gathering themselves to destruction. Because the thousands of angels that will rise to your defense, they will go on your defense and they will also go on the offense against them. Is somebody with me this morning? Oh, shout hallelujah. He's giving you the right of way. He's giving you also power. Do not miss strength. Oh. Say so you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. So when the Holy Spirit comes, how many of you have received the Holy Spirit? How many of you have received the Okay, thank you. Please put your, if you have not received the Holy Spirit, lift up your hands for me. You have not received the Holy Spirit. You have not received the baptism, right? Okay. So, we mark you sit here. You also receive the Holy Spirit today. If you haven't received the Holy Spirit, you receive the Holy Spirit. When you are born again, you receive, the Holy Spirit comes into you, you receive a measure. What I'm talking about is when you have received the baptism. First of all, anybody who is born again, the Holy Spirit has come into you. But time comes when you are filled to an overflow. Baptized, you are immersed in the Holy Spirit. And you begin, it's manifest in the utterance, in the speaking in tongues. Amen. Now Jesus said to them that when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you shall be filled with power. And then that power will give you the ability to become my witnesses. That you go forth preaching my word. Amen. In Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the utmost part of the world. It has come to us. We are the utmost part of the world today. So we have been given power by Jesus through the Spirit of God. Over the devil. Amen. And the devil represents all forces of darkness. It doesn't matter what type. Nobody's exempt. None of them is exempt. There's no principality that is greater than Jesus. There's no power of whatever, juju man, malam, rubbish powers. They have no power over Jesus. And if they don't have power over Jesus, they don't have power over you. And that is why it's very ridiculous when a Christian, a child of God, will go and bow down and say, What? What is that? And when you get there, they are very happy. The first thing they say in their minds is, I don't want to say the word. It's a I should come to you. Yeah. There are people whom people have taken to certain shrines. And when they get there and they mention, I want you to, to do something to this person. Say, hey! Fanuko, to me or This way you can't touch him. Yeah. Happens all the time. As I'm telling you, no weapon fashioned against your life will prosper. Because the God in you is greater than any power out there. As a child of God, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid in life. You must be bold. You must be courageous. You must be very strong. It doesn't matter what comes your way. You must be strong against it. Because if you believe that God is your God, he's your father, Jesus Christ has given you this new life. Listen, 
you must walk in the strength and the power of that authority, knowing who you are and whose you are. Amen. You don't have to walk in fear. No matter what happens, say they are taking you to whatever Sahinde. Don't be afraid because he says that even then he will give you the words to speak. Yes. You don't have to be afraid. Amen. See, Satan often makes noise. That's his speciality, making noise. He will come, but he will cool down. Are you hearing me? Oh, put your hands together and give the Lord a clap of ring. Ephesians 6.10, put it on the board. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Receive the strength that comes from God within yourself. And put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. These are the forces of darkness listed there for you. Say, wherefore, that because of this, put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. He says, stand, therefore, having get your loins with truth. That's put on the belt of truth. You know, when men dress up, they put on a belt. Why? To keep everything standing. You know, out of the trouser will. So they put on the belt. Boom. Then they are secured. He said, put on the belt of truth. You see, truth should be our belt. Truth should undergird us. Truth as in Lucredia. Truth as in the word of God. Because the word of God is truth. Amen. So you must put truth, the word of God, as a, as a, a, a belt. A belt. For <laughs> belt. Those of you like um, um, Azuma Nelson title belt, yeah. Make it like that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Somebody is looking at me. I'm not looking. I'm looking. Uh, <laughs> Put the truth of God as a belt. That is what should undergird you. So how is it like? So for example, the enemy is telling you that you are going to die. And you are so afraid you are going to die. But then you take the belt of truth. Who says that? I will not die, but I will live to declare the good. And you put on that belt. And then that's what is holding you together. So it doesn't matter what the enemy is saying. The belt is holding your whole life together. The, you are holding onto the word. The word is holding you up. And by all means, the words of the enemy, which is lies, will have to fall. His words will fail. This one, if the enemy is whispering anything into your ears, I command it to fail. And I command it to fall. Listen, the word of God should be what you should put on. So put on the, word, the belt. Of, let me not go the other. We'll finish this one. I have, this I have 12 minutes. The belt of truth. And put on the breastplate of righteousness. Where do you put a breastplate? It covers your heart. Righteousness. Righteousness. Christ has purchased our righteousness, but we are to live a holy life. Okay? And he says, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking on the shield of faith, with which you'll be able to quench the fairy darts of the wicked. So when the enemy throws a dart against you, your faith goes, boom, stop him. He throws a dart, your faith goes, boom, you stop it. Amen. And he said, and take the helmet of salvation to cover your mind and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 
praying always with all man of prayer and supplication. Amen. In, and in the spirit. Amen. The, and watching thereunto with all perseverance, application for all the saints, pray for one another. He says that this is how we will be able to deal with spiritual evil forces. Amen. Beloved, there is a spiritual battle going on all the time, always. Once you, you enlist in God's army, you are in the battle. Before you were enlisted, as for you, you were Satan's boy boy. But now that you have, you have enlisted in God's army, you are in the army, whether you like it or yes. Amen. But the good news I have for you this morning is that you have been given spiritual weapons by which you overcome every force of darkness. Hallelujah. So for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not physical weapons. So stop quarreling among yourself and fighting because those are physical weapons. It doesn't matter how much you know how to insult. It is physical. Listen. He said physical. So he has given us no, sometimes I say, listen, it is a, it's that's physical warfare. It's cheap, but not a spiritual warfare. So the weapons that God has given us are not carnal, not physical warfare, but they are spiritual weapons. They are powerful, able to pull down every stronghold. Anything that the enemy has set, either in your mind or in your life, that is resisting change, stronghold. He says that the weapons that God has given us are spiritual weapons. They are mighty able to pull down every stronghold. That means he has given unto us the power to resist the devil. Amen. He's given us power to overcome forces of darkness. Amen. And so there's nothing, there's no power that is coming against you that God hasn't already empowered you against. Tell somebody I'm empowered. Amen. You've been given power. And so the Bible says that we should therefore submit ourselves unto God and then resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, if the devil is chasing you or you think some witches are chasing you, submit yourself under the power of God. And then they'll begin to flee. Then you begin, you begin to pursue them in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He's given us power to overcome every contrary power, every evil force. Amen. Because greater is the one who is at work in you than he that is in the world. He's given us his word as a mighty weapon. That when you speak the word, the enemy has no choice but to bow. Amen. I said the word of God that we preach this morning to you is power. Because this word I'm speaking to you right now is not affecting you physically. It's entering into your spirit. Something's happening in your spirit. You are, you, are, you are receiving power in your spirit. Some of you, your fear is left right now as I speak. Some of you, you feel bolder now than when you came in. Some of you, you, you are feeling very strong. And you are, right now, if a devil should enter here, you will cast that devil out. Oh, yeah. Amen. That means a word is spirit. And the spirit of the word works in us. It works. The word works. And the word is the will of God. The word is the power of God. The word is a sent word and power of God. God is sending this word to you this morning. Because we are going on this fast. Dealing with opposing forces. And by the power of God and by the authority of God that I'm talking about this morning, you will prevail. Amen. We've been given mighty, mighty, mighty weapons. The weapon of the name of Jesus. God has highly exalted Jesus. And he says he's given a name that's above every name. That the mention of Jesus' name, every knee, every knee, every knee, every knee means every knee. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. There's no name given among men by which men can be saved except the name of Christ Jesus. And that name is the powerful key 
in your hand. When you say, in the name of Jesus, go. The force of darkness will flee. Have you ever had a, um, this um, experience where um, you, you, are, you are sleeping and it's like you are being pressed down and you can't move and you are struggling? Who has had it? I've forgotten the brofudin, but the tree did a munkum. Brofudin, we if you don't talk about the day. Let's appreciate the ministry's doctor, Dr. Diane. I thank Worship with us. Amen. Listen, I've forgotten the brofudin. I remember soon. But the tree did near Munkum. You see, you're struggling. It's a force of darkness pressing you down, trying to kill you. But if you can, if you struggle and you say, Jesus, immediately, they let go. That tells you the power that is in the name. Hallelujah. You have been given that name. That, that name has been given to you. God has given that. Jesus said, take, take my name. Take it. Use it. Use it. Use it to protect your life. Use it to preserve your family. Use it. Use it. When you mention my name, when you command in my name, it is done. When you ask in my name, it is given to you. Take my name. He's giving you the name. So what are you waiting for? Use a name. He's given us a weapon of the blood by which we overcome the power of the adversary. And listen, the best, not the best, but for our time today and for the next seven days, he's given us the weapons of prayer. Topped with fasting. Amen. That when we get into a time of fasting and prayer, amen, there is nothing that the enemy can do. Jesus said to his disciples when they couldn't cast out a certain demon, he said, this kind doesn't go out except by prayer and fasting. And so the next seven days are crucial. They are, tell your neighbor they are crucial. They are crucial to your well-being for 2022. They are crucial for your, 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 your victories and your breakthroughs for 2022. So do not let food tempt you. Adriani Eden. Adriani Eden. Eftra Hana Asasa. Adriani Eden. Tell your neighbor, Adriani Eden. What is be? Just some hours. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we overcome the love of what? Clap for ourselves. <coughs> we resist it. And it's so terrible that the time when you start to fast, that is why somebody who doesn't know your fast will bring you some giant cake. You devil, go away from me. But on a very serious note, we want to rise up in the power of the Holy Spirit. We want to rise up in power and authority to take possession of everything that God has for us. And we want to rise up truly to take dominion, to exercise power in our lives. The power that Christ has given to us to exercise our power for our lives, for our families, for the work of our hands, for our future. There are certain things that are just lurking around you, giving you trouble here and there. But the minute you rise up and say, hey, no more. Enough is enough. It stops now. It stops because of the power and the authority God has given to us. Give no place to the devil. That's what the Bible says. Say, do not give place to the devil. We will not give place to the devil. Rather, I say it's time. Tell, tell somebody it's time. Look at somebody and say it is time. It's time to rise up in the power and the authority given to us by God to deal with every opposing force against our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You want to rise up on your feet this morning? Hallelujah. 
We are people prepared. Amen. We are God's army. We are prepared. Hallelujah. We are taking territories. We are taking dominion. Whatever has been a bother, whatever has been troubling, whatever has been limiting, whatever has been harassing, this is the time. In the next seven days, we are moving in the power and the strength of God to say no more, to say enough is enough, to say change, come. And by the power and the authority of Christ Jesus, it is done. Lift up your two hands, begin to thank the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.